for example, if uh, I see myself invest going to any crowdfunding platform and investing in it, for yeah. one thing I would be looking at is, is the idea fit for the market? If, if the application is tech good enough to serve a lot of in, uh, businesses or serve a lot of individuals and serve them with a better service than what current service providers are providing? Yes, so that is something where we see as a very technical perspective being as a founders of the company. But when you talk about a normal individual going through a crowdfunding platform, always they are looking up at this. If I put in my $100, I would want to be rich in next few years with those $100 that I'm putting. They are seeing a big upside. They are just yep. playing along with their futures. They, they yes. uh, think this is their pension fund. For them to believe that your idea should be very substantially good enough as a market fit. And that's what people should focus telling your story very efficiently so that people recognize that this is something that is of a value and they would believe in you. And when they believe in you, they would invest in you. Hello, dreamers and action takers. Welcome to another episode of the One Money Got Money podcast. I'm your host Sam Kamani and my guest today is Chirag Jaithani. He is the COO of Diamante Blockchain. So how do you build a blockchain and a DeFi solution that can be used globally? This is one of the big hairy problems that Chirag and his team wants to solve. So let's welcome Chirag to the show and find out more about Diamante Blockchain, how they got started, how they got adoption, ran their fundraising, and much, much more. Chirag, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on the show. I would love to, first of all, find out a bit more about your background and how you got started. Thanks a lot, Sam, for having me on your podcast. And hello to everyone. I'm Chirag Jitani, the co-founder and chief operating officer at Diamond Blockchain. Basically, I'm an engineer by background uh, with my master's in Germany. I and my co-founder incepted Diamond Trip Blockchain back in 2018 with a core belief that there were certain pain areas being faced by the global trade, particularly in the, in the terms of payments and finance. And we know for the fact that we both have been involved in the global trade of gems and jewelry and our families has been in the same business since past three generations. So we decided that looking for different tech stacks that can potentially solve this pain areas. And at the same point of time, I was working alongside my current CTO, Raj Chaudhary, for implementing intra-bank trade finance remittance implementation between ICICI Bank in India and Emirates NBD. So that's when the idea uh, started commercializing. And the first thing what we did was we created <clears throat> Diamond Day and the network that we built, it's called Diamond Net. So what Diamond Net does is it comes to consensus in two to four seconds in a thousand plus node environment, and it can handle up to 7,500 transactions per seconds, and which can be easily scaled up to a million transactions per seconds. So Diamond Net is a basic uh, text stack, and on top of which we have also pre-mined 10 billion DMs, uh, the native asset, and we work on an FBA consensus mechanism. So something similar to what Stellar Ripple have been doing. It's not a proof of mining kind of a mechanism that we utilize. And the main reason behind that, as we are entering into the payments and finance space and working alongside banking institutions and in different geographies, 
So the banks like the network to be as private as possible and we want to, the network to be as decentralized as possible. Yes. And that is the reason we have created a, a pseudonymous architecture, which is a public-private partnership kind of a and we ended up with Diamond Internet. Now, just going into a bit of a background on the various pain areas of global trade phases, like whenever yes. yep. there are payments being initiated between two different counterparties in different geographies or even domestically, it takes a lot of time for the settlement. Some geographies take up to 72 hours or even a week to get settled. Some geographies are very fast. They can settle up in less than 24 hours. And also what it is, like the users doesn't have a real-time visibility of their funds. And you always have to rely upon your counterparty to confirm your payments. Yeah. And as... As we all know, the current transfer system utilizes swift messaging, for example, MT102, MT103 kind of messaging systems. And as there are uh, multiple uh, intermediaries involved in conducting a uh, successful payment, that's what it uh, increases the cost for the payment as well as it increases the operational cost for the companies or even uh, individuals as well, because we have to completely have and follow up on where the payments are if the payments has been received or if our payments have been received by the counterparty so it's vice versa on that and for larger organizations you end up having a payments team that is coordinating with the banking institution so that is something uh, that is not that efficient in the current world like when you compare it with let's say your drive as an uber you are in control of where your uber is you have a real-time visibility of it and that's what uh, blockchain brings to the table with the solution that we have built uh, we have built a low-cost payment rails with a real-time settlement of funds so we settle funds in two to four seconds no matter the geography it may and also, there is an additional security of blockchain with the traditional banking security that we provide. I yep. would like to go about that. So, can you give that. me? Yeah, yeah. Can you give me an um, example of so how does it work? Where's a practical example of it, or who is currently using it? Sure. Before we go to that, I would uh, like to take a few minutes and discuss sure. about our payment solution that we have built. Oh, sure. So go ahead. Yeah. The payment solution that we have built, it's called PayCircle. Yes. So it's basically a digital ecosystem for payments and finance. So what PayCircle does is it allows individuals and businesses to securely custody over five fiat currencies as of now, starting with US dollars, Canadian dollars, British pound, Japanese yen, euro, and Australian dollar. Yeah. And particularly the custody of US dollars is FDIC in short. So if a business or an individual is opening up uh, an account with us, they get an FDIC insurance up to $250,000 with every account they open with us. Yeah. Post to the custodial of the asset, other features that PayCircle has is a user can settle funds, either it may be a deposit, transfer, or, or a withdrawal in two to four seconds with a very bare minimum cost. So the deposits are free depending on the deposit method, uh, and the transfer is a flat fee of $3. So when you compare those fee structure with current payment rails out there, 
For example, if you compare it with PayPal, you end up paying almost 3% of transaction fees. When you compare that with Cash App or Venmo, there are certain limitations with the peer competitors that we have. There is a certain limitations on the volumes of the transactions that can be conducted over a span of a day or a month or over a year. So we don't have that in PayCircle. So there is no restrictions uh, for the volumes of the transaction. So if a business is looking to pay even invoice of a million dollar or five million dollar or even let's say a thousand dollar, it can be done via PayCircle with a very low fee. And whatever transactions that a user is making onto our ecosystem, so all the transactions are being recorded onto our blockchain ledger. That is Diamond Internet. So the yeah. transaction can be either a payment transaction or a document trans- a transaction that is an invoice being uploaded and downloaded by a counterparty that can be uh, visualized within the pay- the ledger that we have. So there is a real-time visibility of the funds as well as the document transfer does. And that's what makes our system different from others. Like we are one of a kind blockchain-based payment rails uh, which settles funds uh, and a dramatically increased speed and a very low pricing. So I have lots of questions, first of all. So I have I have used developers in, in all parts of the world for some of our solutions, to build some of our solutions in some places. PayPal is not allowed. They don't use TransferWise, all sorts. They have all sorts of issues. So I'd say I want to pay my developer in Nigeria. I pay him using Bitcoin. How, where and how would I use your solution there and what benefit I would get? Yes, So as in growing and an upcoming company, so we are definitely focused on increasing our geographical reach and have multiple geographies supported for the payment rails. But for us as a new company, there are certain limitations. Absolutely, yes. And the resources that we have. And when you're talking about catering multiple geographies, uh, the banking institution is something that we have to work very closely with. And yes. the, the compliance in different geographies is always a bit of a headache. Yes. So uh, how we are trying to solve that is PayCircle is quite future-ready application. Like we have integrated 130 plus digital assets as one of the financial instruments. So user can buy, sell, send and receive uh, funds and digital assets directly from the PayCircle application. So it is a collaborative ecosystem for fiat as well as digital assets that can be utilized for payments or as an investment purposes as well. Yeah, so, so, for example, to yeah, answer yeah. your question, if someone is in uh, Nigeria and you would like to send payments to them, it yes. is very simple. Uh, you can deposit funds in fiat. Uh, you can convert it to any digital asset that you, you can convert it to a stable coin, send the funds to him. Yes. And ultimately what he can do is he can also use the PayCircle ecosystem to receive the funds and everyone is happy about the transaction. So we can even transfer in USD or Australian dollar or Canadian dollar because we have contracted in Canada or Australia. So we can just use PayCircle, use it as a, just a DeFi solution and pay them. Exactly. You can definitely do that. And and the main benefit for us would be the lower transaction fees compared to Payoneer or PayPal or TransferWise or any of those platforms. Yes, absolutely. So it is a very low transactional fee application. And how we are able to achieve that is like we work uh, alongside banking institutions, like where we are connecting their banking APIs and Nostro and the Vostro account with our systems. 
and you compare that with any of the payment reels that you spoke about like how they are managing the systems i would just give uh, like to give an uh, highlight on that like whenever they are uh, um, trying to transfer values so what they do is they have multiple banking accounts in different geographies and they are netting of the funds they are not exactly merged with the banking institutions for conducting payment reels yeah and sorry and one of the good things about pay circle is when a user signs up onto our application they have to go through and kyc email check yes and for for the kyc email checks we have we have a very fast processing where you an individual as a user can process their kyc's in less than 60 seconds and for a business it takes up to 24 hours post to their kyc validation what we do we allow we allow them to Uh, merge their existing banking account with pay circle with a single sign on feature so for example if you are banking with bank of america or chase or yep. wells fargo you can utilize your existing banking credentials to link your bank account and th- that's what uh, makes it easier for any user to get onboarded onto our systems yeah yeah makes sense makes sense i'll definitely yeah give it a try having having started your own sort of blockchain and defi app what has been the most challenging part for you or for your team so the most challenging part when you when you are creating a something that would ultimately give value to your customers it's working more efficiently on building a network of the banking institutions and so we have been business since last almost 3 and 1/2 years so the difficult task that we have is getting banks onboarded and with the various compliance regime where uh, most of the expenses of the company goes to the compliance side of it on uh, the legal side of it because when the architecture is being has to be compliant with the uh, local geographical compliances uh, that is something challenging but it is not difficult and that is the value that we bring to the table when we are sure if someone wants to build something like this they would no uh, the money wouldn't solve the problems the time is an important factor and we think we are on a right time or at the right place which would add a lot of value to the company and which would have a lot of benefits to the customers as well yeah yeah on your website it says that you have strategic partnerships with satoshi angels genesis block new chip what sort of uh, partnership do you have with with these firms we have multiple partnerships in different geographies with uh, our strategic partners like for example we have some development partnership we have some integration partnership we have banking partnership then for example new chip is one of the accelerator program that we excelled in so oh, that's fantastic we have uh, continu- continuously evolved as a company and we have a very good legal advisory team on board and those are one of our partners in the company as well like for example i would i would like to go in bit more depth on the digital asset that we have pre mined onto the network so as we are a delaware based corporation we have our subsidiary in switzerland as well which is called dm node gmbh with a website dmcircle.io yeah all our digital asset activities that is the distribution and allocation of digital asset happens through our swiss subsidiary and it's a uh, dm has various utility utility functions within our ecosystem starting with pay circle if there is any transaction being happening on to the pay circle environment 
there is a certain amount of DM being uh, burnt onto the network, which caters to an anti-spam mechanism role, which gives an additional security as well as the utility for the DM. Also, DM is being as used as a medium of access that only interested individuals and parties could be a part of the payment rail. So you don't have to worry about the counterparties and their fraudulent activities because all the users within the ecosystem are checked with their KYC AMLs and CIP checks. So that's what makes the system secure for the users onboarding onto our ecosystem. And we credit a certain amount of DMs to their wallet and make sure that only with that minimum DM holding, they are able to utilize our application. So what nice for and we have got an approval from is DM has been approved uh, from FINMA, the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority as a utility token slash coin with various payment functionalities within our ecosystem. So we are proud about it as there are not a lot of companies that they have achieved this feat in a well-regulated market as where a lot of companies or crypto or digital asset companies are trying to adopt to the regulatory regime in different geographies and we are one of the few that we have achieved it. Yeah, that's great. And I saw that you did a, is it a V funder or a crowd crowdfunding campaign? Yes, just doing a deep dive on our funding life cycle for the company. So yes. when we started Diamond to Blockchain, we as founders had our own capital inputted and also a lot of industry partners that we have that believed in the project that we uh, were starting and that believed in the idea. So the first round of funding saw the funding coming in from both the sides where we raised up to a million dollars for that. And recently we have launched a pre-series A funding round where we are trying to raise 2.3 million US dollars yep. with a 12 and a half million pre-money valuation. And also we opted to go into a crowdfunding platform and try it out and so we have been very successful with that where we have raised a good amount of funds actually we stopped our activities a couple of months back as we have got commitments to close the round that is open right now okay so you already have the commitments for the pre-seed round yes we do Oh, that's great. That's fantastic because what you're building is quite a large undertaking and it is a very capital intensive sort of environment what you're building in. So yeah, it makes sense. It all makes sense. So what was the sort of the most effective strategy for you that you felt that helped you raise um, in crowdfunding? Because you can do a lot of things to raise that money using crowdfunding, but what really worked? that helped you reach your targets? I'm sure a lot of people want to know about what is the optimum strategy for crowdfunding. You require yes. marketing. People talk about having a very good marketing activities, reaching out to the people that are within your network and scaling up your contacts to get the funds for your company. But for me, what I think is if you have an uh, idea, if you have a product that is fit for the market, and yes. even if you are not doing a, a lot on just doing an efficient marketing strategy, I think people should focus on putting their words from their hearts and minds onto the platform you are raising funds. It can be any crowdfunding platform. So if someone believes in you, they would invest in you. And only 
when uh, someone would believe in you is when your idea is um, uh, worthy. And for example, if uh, I see myself invest going to any crowdfunding platform and investing in it, for yeah. one thing I would be looking at is, is the idea fit for the market? If, if the application is tech good enough to serve a lot of in, uh, businesses or serve a lot of individuals and serve them with a better service than what current service providers are providing? Yes, so that is something where we see as an very technical perspective being as a founders of the company but when you talk about a normal individual going through a crowdfunding platform always they are looking up at this if i put in my hundred dollars i would want to be rich in next few years with those hundred dollars that i'm putting they are seeing a big upside they are just yeah playing along with their futures they, they yes. uh, think this is their pension fund for them to believe that your idea should be very substantially good enough to, as a market fit. And that's what people should focus telling your story very efficiently so that people recognizes that this is something that is of a value and they would believe in you. And when they believe in you, they would invest in you. That is fantastic recommendation for anyone listening um, who is thinking about crowdfunding. I have, in fact, even interviewed some CEOs of a few different crowdfunding platforms who have raised um, 50 million plus for different individual startups in total because different startups raise different amounts. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that sounds self-explanatory. If you were starting out today with Diamante blockchain, what would you do differently with all the knowledge that you have acquired Believe me, if I start Diamond Blockchain today, what I have achieved in the past three and a half years, I'm definitely sure I can achieve the same in next one and a half year. Yes, with all the learnings. And how the journey goes is one day you are a lawyer, one day you are... Yes. So it's quite exhaustive. You have to work a lot. You have to put in lots and lots of hours because everything is a learning phase. No one is perfect. And I'm sure like if any person who is coming from any industry and doing a startup with any idea that's the knowledge they bring to the table it's not enough because you have to yes. be multifaceted you have to have your legs in each and every different departments of the company and with a new company the team is limited as well so you have to recognize the talent to bring the talent to the company that would efficiently work for you because when you compare any startup with an larger organizations so people have their own responsibility and they're quite focused on the responsibilities they have but when you have your team members in, in a startup they have to be multifaceted they also have to work like you so you have to see yourself and your team members when they are working and they have to work like for example if someone is working on the marketing side there might be some days that they have to be a business developer there, there might be some days if you have multiple meetings they might have to also pitch your startups to potential investors. So you have to have the drive as an individual as well as your, the, that drive should be reflected within your team. And that's what ultimately gets rewarded when you have a successful funding within your company where you reward yourself, where you reward your employees and then take the things to the next level. So someday once you are successful, your initial team members can come and say that we were the base where the company started and now we are very successful about it. But that only comes in when you put in 
a lot of extra hours, a lot of your strategic think thought process to the product development phase and multiple aspects of the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just have maybe two or three more questions. One of that is on your pre-seed funding round. As your uh, podcast is called Want Money, Got Money, where I interview where I interview founders who are looking to raise money or are looking for money. And I interview VCs who have got the money to invest. Where did you raise the funds? Uh, first question, where did you raise the funds for your pre-seed round from? Is it from individual angel investors or is it from VCs? Mostly it came from individual angel investors. So we have a consortium in place for all industry partners. It's called Diamond Tech Consortium. Yeah. Where we have signed up almost 500 companies till date on that. Yes. And so the, what the consortium does is like we went uh, and started speaking with multiple businesses and individuals that were in the same global trade area, it may be in the diamond industry, it may be in the jewelry, pharma, textile, uh, all different yes. commodity industries. We realized that they were facing the same pain areas. And so we created a consortium that was free for all to join. So we had no fees for it. We started sharing ideas. We started taking their ideas. We are very good listeners on how we can efficiently develop our products that would be a market fit. Yeah. So that got people very interested in the products that we are building and they ultimately became angel investors for our company. So now even before the product is launched, we had people that were ready to invest in the company and utilize our product uh, and when we go live. So that is something different than what we did from a lot of startups that after developing a very good product, they start looking for customers, but we had the initial set of customers right before we started uh, building our product. Yeah, that is fantastic. And I've seen that as the same thing over and over again, that successful startups build a community around them first, build the product later, build the MVP second. So you you build your own community, which you call the um, consortium of this 400, 500 people before you even have the product live, which is, yeah, which is fantastic, which is great to say. We are doing something similar. We release the product in beta, not the full version. So, so we can get feedback from what people are using it, how people are using it, and then we can adapt from it, improve on it so we can get a better product market fit. Yeah, that makes sense. Finally, do you have a ask? Are you looking for anything? Are you looking for teammates? Are you looking for customers? What, what's your ask? Maybe first thing I do is I should start reading the book uh, that you have. If Look, I'll send you. I'll send you for free. That's not a problem. Yes. So right now we are definitely looking for, like we are definitely looking to expand our team. We are doing that continuously. We require a very good talent that would be fit for what we are doing. And yes. we have seen people believing in us and joining us as team members and and the ultimate benefit for working for a startup, there are uh, more upsides than downsides. Okay, the timing is definitely a downside. But the big upside is you learn a lot of things. Like you can learn 10 years worth of experience working within a startup in, let's say, two to three years. Oh, absolutely. So we are expanding our teams right now. We are also... Uh, we also recently launched a private sale for our digital asset DM and in next 
two to three months, we would be also conducting an, a public sale of, of DMs via IEO, probably. And so we want people to look, come in and look at our product, give us a feedback on it, look at our websites. And we are very good listeners from beginning, and we would definitely listen to any inputs uh, that we get. We would try to make our company uh, as better as possible so that it is not only beneficial to us as a founders by creating a value or putting money into our pockets, but we want someone, uh, like we want everyone to benefit out of it. Someone should be uh, coming up to... Uh, our meetings or even our calls and recommending this is something that you are doing good or this is something that you, you need to do better and we would like the later part of it if someone comes and tells us this is something you need to do better that's give, that gives us an extra motivation to work harder for it yep yep that's true that's very true look i will what i'll do is i'll put the links under everything to all your platform to link to your to your app websites your profiles linkedin everything under the show notes wherever this goes since you talked about your ieo tell us a few more things about your ieo where will it be launched or and when will it be launched as of now i cannot give you a lot of information about it because it is a strategic thing that we are building but we would be soon announce that on our social channels on our websites on how we would be going about that yes and maybe in next calls that we might have our next podcast we would have some more information to your listeners where they can interact with uh, us and also look for the updates on the platform yeah, that makes sense. But it sounds like it's all go and future sounds really bright for for your blockchain and its adoption. I, I forgot to ask you one more question. And so is it live? Are people already using it to exchange funds? So our uh, blockchain network is uh, up and running. As you can visit our dmcircle.io website, look up onto our network explorer dashboard where uh, yes. the network is live up and running. On the pay circle, uh, we are currently under a pilot phase. We are finalized integration with our banking partners. Everything is finalized now. We are running through quoted compliance uh, checks that we are finalizing with our banking partners and we should be up and running in the next 30 to 45 days. So that sounds very interesting. How many transactions is your um, current blockchain handling per day? Not a lot of transactions because there is no base case utility without our payment rails. Because yes. we are dependent and we are in proprietary blockchain for our payment rails. So it's just multiple nodes being set up and just uh, we are continuously testing our networks, getting it better. So yes. not exactly, we can say there are a lot of transactions happening. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see in next um, two or three months and see once the pay circle is live, completely live, being used by people and how it is changing lives and how it's enabling payments. Yeah, it will be very interesting to see. Sure. And I would also like to uh, invite you to use our Sandbox application and any of your listeners would like to... Oh, absolutely. Sandbox application that we have, they can go to paycircle.io sign up on application and give us a feedback on how well we are doing or how what different we need to be, we need to be doing so we absolutely 
Absolutely. Look, it has been great finding out more about your blockchain, about PayCircle and everything you've been working on. And I'm sure the listeners got to learn quite a bit from you. So thank you so much for your time and wish you best of luck for your venture. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Want Money, Got Money with Sam Kamani. Hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable insights that would help you in your startup or your business. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate this show on your favorite platform. It would be extremely helpful and I just cannot tell you how much I would appreciate that.